Welcome to another episode of the H3 Podcast. We are here with your boy, Philly D. But before we get into that, I want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Audible, for helping support our show. If you want a 30-day free trial with a free audiobook, go to audible.com forward slash H3 Podcast. Philly D holds a special place in my heart because when we announced we were being sued about a year ago, he's the 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 guy who went to the internet and said, these guys need help and we as a community should help them out. And I mean, we had no plans to ask for money then because we had no idea how insane it was going to be. Right. But I, I can say that thanks to Philly D, he raised like $170,000 for us. And it just, I mean, there's a good chance we would just be completely broke if it wasn't for for him pulling everyone together. And I, I have to say that I have a soft place in my heart for you always. I only I did it so you would never make a video about me. That's really it. I was just like, don't, don't do it. That's why I'm hoping Idubs has some trouble soon, so I can help him, so he never does a contact up on me. You're good. You're safe, dude. No, but I, it's it's frustrating. A lot of people don't realize how how expensive lawsuits can be, especially if, I didn't even. Especially if the 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 person doing it sets up one of those deals where it, it it's it the lawyers get paid on a must win basis, mm-hmm. right? Because then it's just it's it's just the lawyer is going to be blood or like hungry yeah. for blood. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I mean. Two, as as like a as a fan, I didn't want to see you guys go through it. But then three, like I said in the early videos, it's it ends up being bigger than you, right? Mm-hmm. It sets up the the precedent, yeah. and there's already bad precedent set in place because of uh, the oh my god, how Junkin Media versus Ray William three. Johnson. Ray William Johnson, yeah. yeah. If it goes to jury, we're looking at like three hundred to half a million dollars. Hey, I said it. I said it in the videos, and I said it to you before. Like, even if you don't want to run it. It, money has to be raised, right? It's it, it ends up being a bigger than you situation. Um, the weird thing <laughs> is, <laughs> if you end up winning, it ends up being one of the best possible things ever for you, right? Because where were you guys at before? Um, I keep trying. I, I, I treat him like Voldemort in the sense of trying not to say. <laughs> yeah, he's but, the, you say the his guy name that we can't say his name. <laughs> but what if Voldemort and Harry Potter just sued people? But I mean, before before that video, what were you what were you getting? Like views wise. Oh, um, sheesh, that's hard to say. Probably like a million after yeah. after like a month. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, it's been great. I mean, I mean, that's why I'm saying it's the best thing in the world if everything goes. It's still, as, it's I can't even imagine the stress. There's a silver yeah. lining, honestly. Yeah. I can say this was the most stressful I've been ever, ever in the yeah. past year dealing with it. It's. Ugh. But I I'm hate, okay I now. Hate, I hate seeing it. I'm a lot better now. Good. Yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm not being sued, and I'm exhausted <laughs> just thinking about it. Uh, it's been. Yeah. It's been bad. I don't know. But I'm. I'm. I'm glad that you got the initial funding. And if it does continue, you have to. I don't, uh, it, whether it be you or someone else, I will promote to it. I will be a part of it because it's. It's for you guys, but it's also bigger than you guys. Thank you, dude. Thank you. I love you, man. Appreciate thank, you. Thank you for the love. You're, you're such a positive force. I think in the community. I saw you draw my life. Oh video. yeah, and that one's old. Yeah, I was like, I, I don't, I'm trying to think of okay. Um, and in it, there was a lot of really fascinating details where I was like, holy shit, I did not know about this. Right. Sounds like you had a really interesting, interesting, yeah, like rise to get where you are now. Uh, I was like, wait, which part though? Because so I'm gonna, I have a lot of specific points. Okay, yeah, yeah. You, like, like one, one of the ones that stood out to me is when you're like, because you, you're the video is like four minutes long, and you kind of like pass over shit mm-hmm. real quick. So on one hand, you're like, my mom's ex boyfriend. We found him in the garage with a gas mask on, filling the car, the house with carbon monoxide. 
Right. And I was like, what? Yeah. So if I understand that correctly, yes. your mom's boyfriend was trying to murder you both? I think it was mainly for her. Um, you were just the... Uh, there, there, there are situations where even now I get kind of freaked out talking about and sharing that that part of my life just because I don't know what that guy is doing now. Mm. Uh, so, because I, I mentioned this on Rhett and Link's podcast really like a while ago. And when I talked to him, he said, aren't you worried that that guy that is gonna, fucking and I was guy. like He's putting nightmares <laughs> in your head. And, <laughs> and, and oh it, it wasn't really in my head because I feel like I haven't been genuinely fearful for my life in... I'm 31 now, so for like 14 years, um, my because my childhood was 100% different than my my everyday. I'm I'm very to my small group of people now. Uh, I'm like I'm nervous around big crowds of people mm-hmm. or even strangers to a certain degree. Um, but yes, that was that was a very <laughs> scary situation. Um, I didn't I, at the time. I didn't understand how big of a deal it was. Um, I just remember my mom going like, "How old were you?" So wait, so if this was, my mom was just about, my mom was about to be diagnosed with cancer. So I believe I was in middle school. Um, so what is that? Thirteen, fourteen? Just a bag of fun Aww. for you. Just bag of fun. <laughs> um, but no, so we didn't know we had a carbon monoxide detector before that, and right. because it was behind her big mirror dresser mm. and it went off in the middle of the night and I just remember her like screaming and then we left the house that night and that's just uh, it's such a weird that is honestly one of the craziest things I've ever heard yeah I uh sorry I'm just like I'm trying <laughs> it's my a lot of my childhood I just like put in the back of my mm. mind like yeah. even even my name change to to Philip DeFranco like I very much that me changing my name to Philip DeFranco uh, is, is very much me kind of reclaiming myself as a human being. Like I'm mm. not going to live in fear. I'm my own guy. I, I <laughs> I'm going. I'm never going to go back to to who I was and what I experienced. Mm. Um, and so yeah, that's ugh. wow. I had forgotten about that, man. <laughs> Sorry, dude. No, this is like, like therapy. I would have we the get, weird ass we nightmares get, tonight. <laughs> no, I, but yeah. we get our our guests out here on the couch. You want to lay down and put your feet up? You can get really into it. Purple couches really should only exist for sex, by the way. Purple is way too sexy in <laughs> no. color. So what ha- when you, what happened to him? Was he arrested? Yes. Um, he went to prison. Yeah. I was like, I, I, I feel like he For should... attempted murder? No. So this is, I'm like, I'm, how, do, how specific do I get without... Uh, uh, <laughs> it's a very weird place. Um, so he was, I know he was arrested uh, for drugs. Mm. Right, because um, that was the big Who's thing. Who's the drug Cause, dealer? Because I forget if it was in that video or in another one. Um, I didn't. Oh. He was in the garage. I remember hearing this. This it's this whole situation that spirals out of control. I'm a kid. I hear him in in the garage, and I'm like, "What is? What's that sound? It sounds like is he hiding a present for me in the mm. ceiling?" And he leaves, and then I'm like, "Okay, I'm gonna get my present." And I, and I push the, the panels very much like this, but they were the square ones. Um, I push them aside, and there's this giant mustard jar. And I'm like, what the, what the fuck? It's is a weird it? present. Yeah, mm-hmm. weird present. And I'm like, well, maybe it's uh, it's hidden in the mustard jar. Maybe it's like it's that awesome of a present. And I, unscrew, I bring it down, I unscrew it, and <laughs> it is a giant bag of pills. Wow. Um, and it turns out later it was speed. Oh, um, that's a great one. Just speed. That's my drug of choice. Um, and I think then... 
so I, then I told my mom about it. I think then he found out that she knew about it, and I think that's why the Whoa. carbon monoxide uh, stuff happens. Wow. But it's also this Whoa. weird, it's this weird conflicting Wait. thing because that guy also paid for my mom. Uh, it's so. I saw that in the draw of my life. You were saying he took care of you guys. He was yeah. a nice guy. And so that's why, because I had like I had a stepdad that beat the fuck out of me, and then here's this guy. And there's the carbon monoxide situation that completely derails the story, but he had been nothing but nice and (laughs) sweet to me. And, like, (sighs) he was, like, he was becoming, like, my second dad. Right. Um, How long long was he living with you? Or how long had you known him for? Yeah, so I think she moved in with him was the place. But I feel like that relationship had to be, like, three years. Whoa. And he, all of a sudden, he your mom found out he was dealing drugs. And he decided, I'm just going to kill them both. That's that's the. Solution. I don't want to say like I don't want to say that specifically it, but that is my the way that I remember the situation. Because mm. um, when I say my mom ended up having cancer, uh, I ended up living with my dad for a little while while she got treatment, mm-hmm. and then she was also dealing like with that right. stressful situation. So I think she sent me away partly because of the cancer, but also because she didn't know what was going to happen. Mm. Um, but wow, that must have. I mean, I can only imagine as a kid. You have this guy in your life who you like and he's taking care of you. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he's trying to f- fucking kill you and your mom. I mean, is, that's got to be like. I think. I, I mean, does, do you feel like that's affected relationships you have where you're like, mm-hmm. I like you, but also are you going to kill me someday? <laughs> <laughs> I think in general I've I've never really trusted people that much, right? The, the people I trust in my life, I have my wife yeah. and I have one good friend. Well, mm-hmm. actually, I'd say two good friends that I, I trust to have mm-hmm. my back in every situation. Um, and I would be there for them. But outside of that, not really. Um, there's 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 no incentive for most human beings to to back up one another when it really like gets into that moment. Like the are you going to run back into a building to try and save one save someone kind of situation? Um, or even to a more relatable degree, is someone going to try and try and uh, fuck someone over so they can get, they can personally advance? Mm-hmm. Um, so but that's that was already ingrained in me. My dad mm-hmm. from the get go was like, "Don't trust people." Mm-hmm. Granted, top tier was like, "Don't trust women. They're gonna try and mm-hmm. take your make make you have a baby with them, and they're gonna try and take half." Mm-hmm. He was mainly like kind of spurned by my my mom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, I, that's most of life, though. It people I think make it very hard for you to trust them, mm-hmm. um, whether they are trying to kill you as a child <laughs> uh, or they trying the to, to use you for um, advancement and enver- entertainment or business. That's tough, man. I'm, I'm just so everyone knows. Like, I am a cynic, right? Yeah, that is like mm-hmm. that's fair. I okay. mean, I think you know. I think you're entitled to that at this point. <laughs> Thank you. I think you're entitled <laughs> to your cynicism. Oh man. So there's a lot. Of, there's a couple of other things that came up. Like, go um, for them. Something I didn't know that really surprised me is you have this thing called PKD, which is some kind yes. of kidney disease. Yeah, polycystic kidney disease. Uh, it's uh, hereditary. So my dad had it. We think maybe uh, maybe my grandfather had it, but he, mm. he died really, really early on. Um, but, yes, yeah, so my dad has it. Uh, I have it. Shouldn't affect me for a few more, few more years, hopefully. I really do need to go to the doctor and, and see how far it's advanced. But part of me <laughs> is like... If I don't, if I don't address it, then, <laughs> but it, yeah. it is a very, it's a real thing. And it's, it's also a thing that I'm worried about now for my kids, mm-hmm. right? So, uh, I have one kid now, my wife's pregnant. Oh. It's a 50, 50 oh, shot with each kid. Um, yeah. and so, I mean, that's, it's like this stressful thing. You kind of end up hoping, 
And I hate it because people used to say it to me as a kid. But it was like, you know, uh, medicine's advancing. It'll probably be taken care of. And so it's like, I hope, <laughs> but there's no definite thing. But uh, I actually, I think that for me kind of having a fire under my ass because I know that PKD started affecting my dad at 35. Mm-hmm. Um, and so all of a sudden he start, he wasn't able to do as much. And, and then like the pain mm-hmm. came in and then he had to get on medications and it slowly advanced to a point where his kidneys were failing. And I mean, I'm, I'm so glad that I have YouTube as a career, but I am so glad that I somehow came down this path for YouTube because my dad needed a kidney. Um, I, ex- I explained that in a video and I was like, I don't know what to do. We are at... Like, there's no way that he's going to get one unless someone offers. Mm. Um, And so if you, I was like, you're not, there's no exchange because that's, one, it's a rule, and (laughs) two, morally it would be weird uh, to to be like, give me that kidney for money. Uh, But Free market, do what happened to capitalism. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, man, why why we got to do that? Um, Well, because certain areas would just turn into uh, organ farms. trades. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) uh, It's so funny how many people don't know that stuff like that is a thing. So he, your dad, was he able to get a kidney? Yeah. Um, So three people had to go through to see if they were like full-on matches. Hmm. Um, So a lot of people submitted. Then a lot of people did, um, I believe it was blood work. And there were five people that might be a match. And... The first three were not, uh, I think it was something with physical match didn't work. Um, the fourth one, there was there was something else. Uh, I think, I think I don't want to say that it was a, not a personality. Um, it was kind of a mental thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last person was a, a perfect match, James. Wow. And he was just amazing. He was this, um, he was this vet, uh, like young guy. Um, and... He said to me that the reason he was he was donating wasn't because of like my show or anything like that. He lost his father uh, at a very young age, and mm-hmm. he didn't want to see someone else do that. And he felt like he had to to offer when he was witnessing this thing. What wow. a hero! And amazing, amazing, the most selfless. Like I want to end up being that selfless. That's amazing, right? That's really but I'm like, I don't even go out of my way to donate blood. Like, yeah, and yeah. this guy, like, he because it's not even just. He's inconveniencing himself for the rest of his life, right? He has what, one yeah, kidney. Yeah, what does it mean for him? Well, so for the most kidney. part, uh, most people can live regular everyday life with one kidney, yeah. uh, which is why um, kidney donations are so great because it's like living donors are key. If you get a mm-hmm. cadaver kidney from someone that's dead, it's less likely to actually mm-hmm. um, survive mm-hmm. um, or not be rejected. Um, but yeah, that's, I mean, that's, for me, that's like my biggest takeaway from this whole weird YouTube experiment. It just, yeah. That's crazy. But yeah. but it, So it, in your show, you you basically, if I'm understanding it, you asked your fans if anyone would donate a yeah, kidney? Yeah, it was like, for me, it was it was like, I don't, this, you is, have it, this to. is the most awkward thing. Yeah, yeah it's like, <laughs> you let I, your dad die or you just say, hey, does anyone out there, because it's like, yeah, they're I, both bad options, but it's mm-hmm, like, yeah. what can you do? Yeah, if you someone's going to hate on me because of that, and they think it's exploitation of my position. Um, I totally understand that argument. But if I didn't, and he died, exactly. and he had to live through that that pain and that like misery, that would kill me emotionally. You have to mm-hmm. ask. You know. You have to ask. I feel like it. Yeah. But the the truth is, it's like you don't force anyone. People, right? For their own reasons, like this mm-hmm. guy found, he found purpose in his life, and and comfort, 
and you know by giving that kidney to your dad. Yeah. So how's the guy doing who who donated? So I haven't actually. I don't think I've talked to him in two years. Mm. Um, I know my dad. I think my dad still is in contact with him, uh, but I'd have to. I'd have to ask. Mm-hmm. Did your dad experience any things like? New traits. He's like, I got this dude's organ. <laughs> I don't babe. think that's All real. of a sudden, I like cheese. Is that real? I, didn't like I don't think that's real. I doubt it. It's like I can jump higher. Well, I don't yeah. know if a kidney. <laughs> He's got super abilities now. I think that's just a Twilight Zone thing. <laughs> yeah, that's like the the horror movie where it's like he got a murderer's hands. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> so no. What are you talking about. <laughs> man, that is fascinating. Yeah, man. You just gotta do it. So I I suppose you're you're probably afraid that. You're gonna have to come to something like that yourself in the future. Uh, yeah, I. Uh, but I also, I normally don't care about myself in in that capacity. I, I care about myself a little bit more now that I'm responsible for for kids. Yeah. Because I'm just like, oh no, now it's like I'm not being like I'm not just being selfish and like and oh I, if, if I go down then I I go down. It's like the whole ship potentially goes down. Right. Um. That's, I don't know. I mean, I am worried to a degree, but I just, I keep myself busy with, with work mm-hmm. and new projects. and You can't dwell on yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I when I was like 18 and 20, and maybe it was because I came from that messed up childhood, or maybe I just didn't have shit to do because I was broke, I would constantly think about mm. how I was going to die. Um, I talk about it every now and then, but I used to have like a, like a legit fear of roaming black holes that like one night, it was uh, that's roaming black holes. You have a kidney disease, and you're worried about yeah. falling in a black hole. I could, I could, I could get in a car crash every day. I could be stabbed by a robber who would might want to take some of my shit. But I'm like at the age of of eighteen to twenty on my. I'd wake up in the middle of the night and these just sweats on my fucking janky little uh, air mattress. And I'm just like, <gasps> because I either thought I was about to die from a roaming black hole, Jesus. or if if the light caught me. Cause like if it comes through the uh, the blinds just right, I'd th- and like a sound like a garbage truck went off. I'd think a nuke was going off. These uh, are like yeah, those ridiculous, stupid fears. Right. Um, and now I don't really have them. I just like just don't don't mess up anything anything in my news show. Don't damage my kid. Uh, <laughs> try to let down as few people as possible. That's a good. That's, those are the three tenets, really. That right, a man needs to live by. <laughs> Maybe I'll, once once we have kids, I'll. Uh, yeah. Stop obsessing about being sucked into black when, holes. When are you guys gonna have kids? Sorry, that's that's whatever. I mean, has to say. it could be happening pretty soon. We, we're starting to think. We're about thinking it. about it. It's a glimmer. It's a glimmer in our eye. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. You wanna. You wanna. You wanna put someone in the world that's not ridiculous. You like to think your kids will be great, but ev- but like, there's plenty of people out there who thought that and they end up with shitty kids. Yeah. I mean, there's also just there's so you know many I mean? different factors. My main point is. Try to limit the damage. Try to Do your promote best. as many opportunities that mm-hmm. I didn't have as possible. And then if you mess it up, you mess it up. Like, you know these, these parents, they have kids. They they just kill them both. Wait, what? what? what like kids, what? kids what? they're just like, I I had the best life. I'm just going to wake up someday and murder both my parents. No, I don't know that. That happens. That oh, you're talking about the kid. Yeah, the kid does oh, that. Okay. I'm I not, thought you were saying you have kids and then you just one day decide to murder them. <laughs> and I no. was like, what? No, those kids. <laughs> that's, the no. Clip, that's the clip they're going to play yeah, when, when you do that. Cut this part. <laughs> Too dark. No, I'm saying like, you just never know. It's kind of scary. You roll the dice. You're like, I'm going to have kids. They might, you know, have a screw loose and, and kill the whole family. No, those I mean, kids had a terrible You think life. so? Yes. I'm sure there's some kid out there, a little screw, who's just like, I'm going to kill my family today. 
It's. I'm saying it. Ha- you roll the dice. Yeah, there could be. A, I mean, there could be a. There could be a mental issue. There yeah. could be anything. Um, but I do agree. I think probably most of the time <laughs> it's probably off of like some sort of abuse or something. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's take a quick little break, and then we'll come back with your boy, Philip DeFranco. Before we get back into the show with Philly D, I just want to give a thank you to our sponsor. Audible, who has graciously supported our show. Now, Audible is a platform for listening to audiobooks, and they have an unmatched selection. I love listening to Audible when I'm playing video games, jogging, which you know I do a lot, and um, just hanging out. Anytime you're hanging out driving, put on an audiobook. It makes it instantly way better, way more entertaining. The book that I'm listening to right now is based on the hit Netflix documentary called Making a Murderer, which I know a lot of people saw about this guy who was wrongly convicted of murder twice. And now this new book's come out called Indefensible, The Missing Truth About Stephen Avery. And it's written from the opposite side, the prosecutor. And they're talking about how the documentary omitted all these really interesting facts about how he actually did the crime. So it's a fascinating look into the other side of the argument. And I highly recommend this book, especially if you're a fan of the series. For our audience, Audible is offering a 30-day free trial and a free audiobook. If you use our link, audible.com forward slash H3 podcast, support the show, support our wonderful sponsor, get a great book. It's win-win, guys. Let's get back into the show. So the <laughs> other one, I mean, the classic story, which just fascinates me. Oh, the catfish. The catfish. Yeah. You mm-hmm. met a girl. You talked, you talked a lot with her. Yes. Yeah, we're in love. There I really liked love. her. There was like, <laughs> there was heavy liking going on. You moved from where Florida? Yeah, so f- wait, no, North Carolina to New York. So North Carolina to New York, and mm-hmm. when you got there, you she gave you an address and everything. Yes. So you got there, she wasn't there. She wasn't there. Yeah. the The whole story is that she she faked being this like dancer uh for, that was going to like uh was it Juilliard? It was wow. uh, yeah it was like and nice. I was like oh it was very, very cool. nice yeah and she she made up that she had this this little sister and she um had this ex-boyfriend and this whole friend group and she ended up it ended up turning out that she faked being every single one of those people. Oh my god. Um Whoa. when I got to New York she <laughs> when I got to New York she faked being her ex-boyfriend and another guy who kidnapped her and raped her in a park. And she ended up, uh, according to another friend, one of her girlfriends, ended up being in a hospital. And that's why she wasn't able to see Wait, me. Wait, you were talking wow. to all these people? Yeah. it was like And they were all This her? was like back on MySpace. AOL, AOL chat or whatever. MySpace, yeah, yeah, back in the day. And, uh... And like, and so I'm getting all these messages, and it's like, oh my god, what? What? And it took me psycho. like 36, because I stayed in New York. I was just like, I don't know what I'm supposed to do, because I I put everything in my 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 1996 Geo Prism, mm-hmm. drove drove to New York. Uh, by the time I got up there, um, I had no like pretty much no money left because so you you got there. And you're like, there's nobody here. You're not here at your house. Yeah, it looked like it was just like an abandoned house. Wow. Okay. And I was just like, what is this? Right. Um, and you, so, then you message her. What do you do at that point? Yeah, too? she doesn't respond for, I want to say it's like 36 hours. She finally responds when I'm on like the, I, I'd stopped off the, oh, no, no, so that's what it was. Where uh, did you go in that time? So I was just driving through boroughs. Uh, huh. I, I don't, I'm trying to remember if I even had. Did you sleep in your a car? A cell phone on me, yes. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Um, which I was like not too pumped about. Yeah, of uh, course. Um, 
And I was like trying to find out any family I still had out there, and I couldn't find any numbers. Um, and then I remember I ended up like calling her from a payphone. Uh, I think I, had, I was, I don't, I'm trying to remember where I was driving, but I just remember I, I remember the New Jersey Turnpike, and I and I drove off and I called on a payphone, and she was acting like she was she was hurt, and she kept the whole thing going. And the the thing that 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 hurts my brain is, I then put myself into debt. I, I max out all my credit cards to get back to North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, none of our mutual friends, because uh, we're like from like 90% of my friend group at this time was just like all online, mm-hmm. right? It was just like a bunch of loners mm-hmm. uh, talking to each other and in chat rooms and stuff. Uh, no one believed me. Oh my God. Everyone thought that this girl had actually like been hurt and I was being a dick and I was wow. just, and I bailed on her and no one believed me for like three months until she did it to another guy that was a part of the friend group. Um, and that, that was for me, that was like, that earth? just destroyed me because. So what the hell, who is this girl? What is she doing now? Uh, one of the, one of the girls was part of our mutual friend group after they, after she did it to another guy said it was a, like a 16 year old girl in Kansas. Wow. <laughs> And I was like, what? I was manipulated by a 16-year-old girl <laughs> in Kansas. Like, just... What a no. But I, I forget if I make the point in that video. If she had not done that, uh, I wouldn't be where I am today because mm. I was very much, like, going to try and go through a more mainstream route in New York and try and, like, work my way up from, like, uh, internship. Uh, right. Mm-hmm. I think Conan was still in New York at the time and, and like he was just then trying his late show and I was like, I'll figure out a way. Mm. And then that happened, completely destroyed me, had to do the uh, the thing where I asked people for money, went to Florida and then just hyper-focused on YouTube. And so I, I like to think that if that hadn't happened uh, or any of the bad stuff during my childhood hadn't happened, I would not be here today. Mm-hmm. That's honestly the best way to like take the, it's it stuff. it's not even like something that's like you're so strong for doing it it's the only way for me to move past it yeah right because yeah. it otherwise it's like my pain defines me rather than i used it as fuel yeah. right yeah. and yeah. that's why i always say like it's the horrible things it's the it's the stuff that makes me angry and feel hate that have always uh helped me with my success because i don't then take that and then just throw more hate onto mm-hmm. other people i just use it as fuel yeah Think you have to yeah that's all that's a man been some crazy shit dude yeah <laughs> i'm surprised you trust anybody anymore you have two people time. in your life you trust yeah it takes time if you don't know who philly d is somehow go to his channel subscribe <laughs> Do it. god bless this guy he's the greatest guy man i'm okay i love you dude I'm okay thanks for coming on appreciate you <laughs> thanks for having thank me. you do you do you have anything specific you want to plug, or is that good? No, man. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to survive. <laughs> right. How about wait? So how about this one thing? Oh yeah. If, if for some reason, <laughs> I don't know where you would put this. If what? for some reason, I am no longer on my channel uh, three months into next year, uh, in let's say Jennifer Omar, April of next year. If I'm if I'm not able to post on my channel, I've disappeared from the internet. Can I can I count on a shout out from you guys? What does that mean? What are you what foreboding? Are you what the hell do you have in your <laughs> back pocket? Say. That's where I gotta leave. Oh I mean, yeah, the God. short answer is yes, but what the hell are you planning, dude? <laughs> oh, I'm not planning anything. I'm <laughs> some, just expect deal, some crazy dealing. shit from Philip DeFranco getting his channel shut down. <laughs> but that did already happen once, deal. Say what? YouTube shutting down my channel. And I don't know what to do. Hey, I was very stressed <laughs> out about that. How dare you? <laughs> All right. How dare you? All right, thanks, dude. <laughs> Thank you.